0: Those tigers.
1: the epilogue oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, that song Evan is called hooray <laughs> <laughs> close the champion oh how'd I biff that one uh, that's alright uh, at, uh, hey, at least you didn't at least you didn't boof it hey Paul Do you know Thank what boofing means sex no it means putting something up your ass
2: oh oh like I did in high school
1: well, what no, it was on my very carefully
2: written out schedule to prove that I didn't molest someone when I was in <laughs> high school, isn't that what fucking
1: have an said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: We
3: got political right away.
2: Boof means <laughs> to fart. Yeah.
1: With Twee, you yeah. and Skippy and Twee. Me and Skippy and Tweed. <laughs> I thought down maybe you old... had it in your schedule to put a insert a pencil into your rectum.
2: <laughs> no, you know you gotta be organized, Paul. It's mm. 2019. We're all making uh, New Year's resolutions, and <laughs> mine is to make sure I know where my pencils are at all times. <laughs> okay.
1: Great. Uh, that song was <laughs> dedicated to you, Evan Kaufman. You are hey, a genius.
2: No no full
1: names, please. (laughs) What's that social security number again? Uh, No. uh, Well, so here we are. Here we are. Here we are. We should (gasps) say who we are. Who the hell are you? Uh, I am Paul Gutkowski On my left, as always... Mr. Will Nunziana. Across from me.
4: Mr. Katie Hartman.
1: (laughs) To my right. Miss Evan Collins. Mm. (laughs)
4: If you're
1: nasty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we are back. It's a new year. No, me. A new... That's a... (laughs) Oh, I'm having deja vu all over again. Uh, But we are on the other side of uh, the live episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, In many ways, the culmination of your experience. Yes. uh, Which was a very positive experience. Yeah. Uh, You were, I think you were a real champion. Uh, You stuck with it. And you got all the way to the live show. Well, I didn't want to be a a, a dickweed. No. But why (laughs) were
4: you a dickweed for so long then?
1: Oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> now that we're all friends, I forgot. Um, well, we have it, and this is our airing of grievances. <laughs> I've got a list of all of the mean things you've said.
2: Did
3: you guys have fun at the concert? Oh, yeah. Evan, I had so much fun. It was a real hoot. Yeah. The whole entire show. What a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great seeing everybody. It was great just seeing Ween, just seeing all your faces enjoy Ween.
2: And for those of you who, this is your first episode, because you started with this one, because I guess (laughs) you're a maniac. Uh, uh, We saw Ween play at the Capitol Theater Uh um, in beautiful, where was it? Portchester, New York. Portchester, New York. A little fuzzy on the details. We saw them twice. We saw them...
4: A full ass weekend, mm-hmm.
2: was... which is on the posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: means yeah. <laughs> full ass
2: weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Full of pencils. Uh... <laughs> put the pe- that's, it could be another uh, guacamole hat. Song. Oh, definitely. Put the pencil hat. in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Um, Put the pencil in my ass. So this is
2: an interesting episode. I feel like because you guys are kind of under the assumption that I uh, really enjoyed the concert and are now full fledged Ween fan.
3: Hold on, I had plans to celebrate with you. Uh, did you not think?
4: Are you a liar? Well, was
3: this is Ween your favorite band?
4: Um, yeah, guys.
3: <laughs>
2: <was laughs> my- what? My- <laughs> Yeah,
4: this must be a nightmare to listen to
2: what are you talking about a classic callback to the 90s perhaps the greatest piece of art the 90s Bud. produced Why? <laughs> um, quoting that feels like a very ween thing well what's crazy about this is that I realize I've become a full-fledged ween fan because ween has now popped up in my life mm-hmm. a number of times mm-hmm. and I react to it I talked about this in the live episode but it is as if I am Jason Bourne but just for like this one band that nobody cares about because we were sitting well, over well, there well
1: lots of people care. Oh, oh
2: right right, right. we <laughs> right. met we met lots of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. them they fully Surrounded they you. fully
1: embraced <laughs> you into their community I met those them people. all
2: I met them all and I do have to say guys uh um, you know whatever you can do sign up for Cobra see what you can do get some health care I'm very worried about <laughs> <Jesus>. you <laughs> um, concern a lot of a lot of sugar leg dick weed a lot of <laughs> yeah a lot of dick weed <laughs> out there people yeah. got weeds coming out of their dicks no I'm kidding everybody was in uh, everyone
4: was so nice everyone and lovely was, yeah. Yeah. everyone wonderful. loved to see you
2: it was, it was really team fun team Evan was in
4: full force
2: team Evan was in full force and also I just got a really good feel for the kind of people and the community that's
4: around Ween
2: and you know, we talked earlier in this podcast about, you know, feeling like outsiders or feeling like part, not part of a subculture. You,
1: for many, for most of your life, you've worried everyone at any kind of event was staring at you and judging. Sure. yeah. When really, you... it was me. Yeah. Oh, staring yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I mean, I... It was eye-opening to just kind of be part of something. And it's funny. Obviously, this is not the first time this has ever happened to me. Like, I've been to other concerts and enjoyed things as a group. But to feel that... uh, There was this really stark and interesting contrast at this hotel that we stayed at. Mm. So we stayed... What was the hotel? The Hilton. The Hilton, but the Filton,
1: right? Yes. Mm -hmm. After Phil Lesh. Uh-huh. He's a big... uh, I think he's got a lot of Hilton rewards points. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy who (laughs) murdered
2: Mr. Hilton
1: and uh, took over this specific
2: uh, branch. But... Uh, there was one where we were standing in the lobby and there was like this hallway that was right by. It was a very fancy, it was like a fancy hotel. Was yeah. like a, the pool. Yeah, there was, it was like it this, almost had like a sculpture garden. Yeah, too. this yeah. weird antique car was in the lobby, right? I didn't
4: Oh and the and the pool had like a big like a big screen yes. behind it. It was an indoor very pool. Very brown, very brown.
3: Um uh, <laughs> no? big screen is very brown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because it was like plain hallucinogenic uh, things, and I was like, wow, sitting in that pool and like that's you know, some sensory deprivation shit going on in there. But anyway. <laughs> Uh there was this one moment
4: you don't know what you, And I, go ahead. No, I I,
2: I I will freely admit I don't know what anything is. Um, <laughs> uh, but we were we were at this one corner and the ween fans were going one way and um this wedding was going the other way. So it was like these people dressed in like it was a fancy wedding, like tux and yeah, tails. Really it was like fancy. a black tie wedding, and then the wean people who were like, I fashioned my pants out of my jacket you know (laughs) what I mean (laughs) going wearing clinky
1: chains yeah 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 and
2: I was yeah
1: (laughs) you continue to reject the community that's willing to embrace no no what
2: I'm saying is I I had that moment
1: where I was like you should just go with the wedding people no 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 no, no.
2: what I'm trying to say is is that I was so happy that I was going in that direction Mm. instead of the other direction good and well, plus good, we then. got
4: a nice uh, grilled chicken flatbread
2: yeah oh. plus oh, love that a bar. Chicken <laughs> flatbread. so yeah so i had i had a really fun wonderful time and now like i watched a movie over the holidays with my parents this nick offerman movie and he started playing ocean man in it and i was like fucking ocean man and my parents were like what and i was like nothing because my dad will kick me out of the house <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no weed in me. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right he's a preacher yeah. um
1: well, There's there something that uh, we failed to do uh, in the live episode, uh, which is would you uh, and it's some time has passed, so yeah, you, you know, do the best you can. Sure. But would you would you, can you give a boognay rating to your your first two uh, wing shows? Yeah, in general, um, or maybe the if it's easier to do it as a weekend or I, I'll do I'll do show versus show. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: because I think uh, the first show, and again, this may have been influenced. By, um, what's the word? Community? Drugs. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe the word is drugs. But, um, the first show, I, I feel like I got everything I wanted out of it because Ooh. all of my personal favorites were playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give that like a four because I got to hear, um, uh, transdermal celebration. Mm-hmm. I got to hear, uh, a bunch of like different, you know, awesome.
3: And you said Four. Four. A little mm. lower than I would expect. Me too. Well, so but Me too.
4: I think <laughs> you will. I was like, um.
3: I got everything I wanted out of it. For 80 percent.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I enjoy things. Yeah. Um, but I will say, <laughs> this whole process has been sort of like it's kind of it's had some like fairy tale elements of it. And the last show, the thing they ended with was the song that we opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we closed our set. <laughs> we use that liberally. Our live podcast. Our live podcast. We closed it and they ended the show with it. Yeah. And it was like this Kismet moment. Goosebumps City, baby. Yeah, they played Ocean Man. They played all these songs that I enjoyed. They played, like, you know, the SpongeBob suite. And it was just kind of like the full ween experience. Uh, so I'm actually, even though I probably enjoyed four, or uh, I enjoyed the night before a little bit more, just like musically, and I was just in like a. It's
4: what you didn't know you needed.
1: Right, Uh, so I'm gonna give that last night a five. Yeah. Wow, which I love actually, and and I'll tell you why. And and because that to me it feels like the first night was so overwhelming. It was. You're also like, uh, it it, it was. I didn't envy the position you were in. Like I was super excited for Katie because I knew that she had loved this band for so long, um, and having seen them, you know, a dozen, you know. uh, of times, I knew that they would. De- it would be unlikely, highly unlikely, that they would deliver something that didn't feel incredible. Yeah. To you know, um, but I also did. It was a, a slightly less envious position for you, in that there was this pressure to like, or I don't know if you felt pressure to like it or to just. I, I was staring, you know, we, we talked about this in a live. but I was like, I found myself just staring at you yeah. and uh, trying to no, evaluate the like the small movement in the muscles in your face. Yeah. My um, friend
2: loves the Ghostbusters. He is married to a woman who hates Ghostbusters. He showed her that movie for the first time, and afterwards he called me and said, I know this sounds insane, but do I have to break up with this person? They weren't married at the time, yeah. but they were like boyfriend and girlfriend, and I think sh- that... That is, that, feeling, is that
1: little boy you, Evan? <laughs> <that? laughs>
2: no, uh, that feeling of delivering something to somebody and being like, "Look at this beautiful thing I love," yeah, and then trying to watch and figure out if they're gonna like it. I, I think this is also the danger of you know making decisions based on pop culture, sure. Which you know, there's. Uh, every Nick Hornby book is about this but like <laughs> you know that feeling of like well I can only like people who like this thing that I also enjoy that's it, who I am that's who I am yeah. I'm this person and yeah, that's this hard.
4: defines me this is my identity but
2: that's also the crux of our entire show yeah. and also that must have been hard for you guys too to you know to arrange all this and we show up there and we you know talk all this stuff, and you're, like, so excited for it. And also, there's been a lot of discussion on the podcast about how, well, this song sucks on the record, but you got to hear it live, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not your words, mine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that feeling of, like, oh, well, I mean, I saw this in fucking Saratoga Springs
1: in <laughs> and it, but you
2: haven't heard uh, where did the cheese go until you've heard it in Red Rocks, you know, like all this talk. But... It makes sense now. Yeah. Oh, I totally get it. Um, <laughs> but I think that must have been pressure for you guys, too. So I didn't feel I, – I I think when you're aware of that, you kind of – you let it go a little bit. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I was um, – I didn't give a fuck what you thought. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was having the time of my life, and I did not – I was – when I turned around and you were smiling, uh, that was great. But even if you were having a bad time, I kind of wouldn't have cared.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I would have either – but I definitely was. I well, minutes, I don't know. I think I might have. Cared. Like the fact that I, I kept seeing, and we I talked about this on the live show as well. But like I kept looking over and seeing not just Evan, but you and Evan were standing. You were standing right in front of Evan most yeah. of the show, and that like the dyad of you two together, kind of uh, watching it was very special. The dyad, uh, and, and going back to like the fi- giving night like, two of five. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense, just because now you had experienced it. So probably every Ween show from here on out would probably be a five, yeah. is what I would guess. Because <laughs> now it's like the
4: pressure is gone. Oh, so wait—is that what this is going to turn into? That we just go to Ween shows and then we hey, talk about the shows? that, I'm,
1: that I'm works. All in. Yeah, if we can get so we need to get that pork, that Taylor pork roll egg and cheese pork roll sponsorship going
4: <laughs>
3: yes. first, guys. I was one hundred percent confident going into that weekend that Evan would love it. Mm. Because we did a great job (laughs) for the last... 2 years. Actually, you know what? This no. podcast has now been going on 3 years. We no. debuted in what? 2017. What? We waited all through 2018. We're now in 2019. That's 3 years. That's of hard That's, hard, that's not work how time. time
4: works. Yeah. <laughs> we debuted in How old 2017? is your
3: child? Take <laughs> if you if you put it like god hard. we'd have a 2017 to 2019. Our first that's how episode, long we've been going. Our
1: first episode was December 2017. So in gotcha. Wills warped mind. Right. Yeah. This has now been 3 years <laughs> of wow. hard. Hard work. Just,
2: and here's the thing. We are buying a tombstone for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll go on there for sure. It's going to be in that one graveyard by the airport. Well, everybody drives so, by and goes, that graveyard's huge. <laughs> look
1: at that podcast graveyard. Sure. Ooh. Uh, I thought you were going to say, look at that podcast gravy. Um, we, that brings up a So we're actually... This is the final... We're calling this the like finale of season one. We're not really sure what we're going to do for season two, if yeah. we're going to do a season two. Um, we would be, uh, we would love to hear from the listeners, of uh, what you think we should do. Um, we're, we have some ideas. Um. Can I pitch you guys an idea? Sure.
2: Yeah. I say, uh, you have someone murder me.
1: That was going to be, that's so weird because and I was then, talking about, or I was thinking about killing you when you said that. Yeah, that's yeah. also weird
4: because I brought a gun today. <laughs> yeah. And then me too. you guys,
2: no. no, 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 you guys don't kill me. You have a random Ween fan murder me and then you try and solve the murder. And we turn this into a true crime. That's pretty Those good. are Whoa. so hot. You want to get some ratings? I just watched to. Oh, that's movies. a
4: Casper Mattress-worthy <laughs> podcast. The yeah.
2: true crime podcast where you use clues set by God. a fucking serial killer who's like, I'm the stallion, man." And you try and figure out where I've been murdered. Godwin
1: who murdered Evan is yes. brought, brought to you by Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what network are we on, uh, Paul? Oh, speaking of Audible, uh, <laughs> we are a happy, happy member of the Osiris Podcasting Network, uh, home to dozens of wonderful podcasts. Uh, it was great. We saw Mike Fanoia from uh, Amigos Podcast was at the live recording. Not, from, not from the band Amigos. Not from... Me. They were there, too. Those guys are great. <laughs> I fun. love party. those guys' party. Fun to see <laughs> Offset. Uh, fun to see them Offset. Um, Offset's a member of Migos. Oh, uh, well, I I thought you meant Offset of Atlanta. Sometimes I'm on set with Atlanta.
4: Uh, (laughs) Oh my God, let's keep going. um, Fucking
3: classic Osiris plug,
1: though. Yeah, Yeah, check out the pod, OsirisPod.com. Big if you uh, there's an interview with me. I'm starting an Offset podcast. (laughs) It's me and Migos talking about uh, Atlanta trap music. So,
3: Uh, season two pitch we've built Evan up he loves Ween what if we just play him all the songs that would make him hate Ween again oh my god oh, that's,
2: good, that's a good yeah. yes. work me all the way back down yeah. Yeah. oh <laughs> my back
3: god back to
1: 2017 Evan
2: right yeah. ooh time is a flat circle yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just an idea. Yeah, an so idea. anyways, we we have no idea what we're doing. It sort of sounds
4: like a very abusive relationship, but I guess that's kind <laughs> of <laughs> what <laughs> this is. <Exactly>. Honestly, <laughs> I think those, both
2: those ideas are very, have a lot of
1: potential. The, mega, the murder one? Murder. Where you're uh-huh. killed. I love, you know, you really, you really have just thrown yourself into this podcast in a way that I think most people wouldn't have done. And the fact that you're willing to die for it Mm -hmm. really just shows how much you love the stuff. Well, I think I also just (laughs) want (laughs) to (laughs) die. Number one! (laughs) (laughs) Jump (laughs) bill! Hooray! Great. Will, what are we going to do today? Well, Evan, we have a (laughs) themed
3: episode today. Oh, fun. Uh, I feel it's appropriate uh, for the end uh, to kind of talk about the almost end of Ween.
4: Oh.
3: Ween, in 2012, broke up. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. There was some solo records.
4: Are you crying?
2: No. no. Yes. We're going we're
3: gonna to go through the story and tell you what happened. Guys,
2: <laughs> shut up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been four solo records that came out. Mm-hmm. Gene released two under the name Aaron Freeman. And uh, Deaner released two under the name the Dean Ween Group, and we're going to oh. play you some songs today from those solo uh, records? from these solo records, Interesting. and tell you all about uh, the journey from 2012 to 2017 when the band got back together.
2: I have a question. Yeah, great. Um, did they play any of their solo
1: stuff at the show we saw? They did not. I don't think they actually do. I don't yeah. think. I don't think they yeah. play they I I don't know and someone can fact check this but I don't think they've ever played any of their solo stuff together. Like you know Gina used to there's like the Gene Ween band that was up together while the while Ween still existed mm-hmm. and and Gina would do a lot of uh, a lot more back in the day Gene would do a lot more solo touring um, and play a lot of Ween songs and songs that were like that would become Ween songs, or like Mountains and Buffaloes, I feel like, is a song that I think Gene Ween's probably played yeah. more solo, and because he does a lot more of the um, song writing, and he would do a lot more acoustic, like, solo shows gotcha. over the years, while Ween still existed, and then, you know, after the breakup.
3: And Deaner, uh, throughout the 90s and 2000s, also had a side project called The
1: Moist Boys. Yeah. Uh, Which is heavy. We, yeah, I don't know if you... You're, yeah. You might still... That might bring back all of your troubles with the rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> all your but troubles it, with the rock and roll. If we bring moist boys... I've <laughs>
2: had troubles with the rock and
1: roll. Uh, but that was...
3: Uh, the troubles? Like a two-piece band, yeah. much like Ween, where Which they we went by... like a
2: woman talking about Elvis <laughs> in the
4: 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I was,
1: yeah. I, as I, after I said... Anytime I think... I hear trouble as a plural, I think of the Northern Ireland... I think of like Belfast. That's what it's called. That was the the troubles... That's what the Irish call the, the Civil War, the <laughs> Protestant Catholic. What an, what an Irish phrase for that. Yeah. Oh, don't mention the troubles. <laughs> <laughs> good accent work. Yeah. That was real good. Lots of people died. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I don't, I I don't like keep... I'm, I'm sitting across from Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no. uh, was she in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Although,
4: um, can you do that and then just like an Irish owl? Who?
1: <laughs> who? <laughs> who is Saoirse? It can be I wouldn't. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Sorry, talking I, about. I was just
4: staring at your owl statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great.
2: Yeah, Paul has um, a shrine to owls. He loves Tootsie Pops. I love uh, Tootsie Pops
1: and Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. And so, hands that can turn 360 degrees. So, uh,
3: we've talked about my uh, numerous interns. Mm. And I have to say, uh, my number one intern, uh, rest in peace, Austin Matalka.
1: <laughs> he's just I'm in he's just a. He, he's <laughs> just in middle school. <laughs> he be- he put in so much work, and he, by the way, Austin, congratulations on—he uh, just got his report card. He had a great, great semester. You need oh. to stop
4: talking to children. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Good work, Austin. <laughs> but
3: Austin put together uh, for this podcast a timeline of uh, the, the Ween breakup. Austin, no,
2: do and, your homework, <laughs>
3: dude. He's in like Listen, honors class. Yeah, we're, I promised him credits. Okay. Yeah, he's,
1: he gets called. <laughs> the promises you can't <laughs> deliver. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear like you call. Will Nunziata is an accredited human yeah, like, being. Like right. West right. Omaha no. High School. Like, right. hi, this is Will Nunziata from God from the Osiris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, by the way, we've had one of your students doing some crack research for our team. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, we brought. Look, I made some promises about some credits. <laughs> is there something we can work out me here. Slide
2: him a couple of those Trump University credits.
1: Can we count this as uh, AP Chemistry? That'll.
2: I'll work, send dude. some
1: stickers over to you guys. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So are you ready to kind of just dive into it a little Let's bit? Dive in. No, you've already heard one. So the champion is a that's a Gene solo.
4: Oh, I like track. That yeah. was from Ooh. the
1: the last demo. What was it? Yeah. Gene's gone. Gene's
3: gone. The yeah. final Gene Ween demo.
4: And I never listened to any of their um, mm. individual stuff. stuff. Yeah, so I I was listening to it this week in preparation and um, what your uh,
1: French accent is better <laughs> yeah. than my Irish accent. Uh,
4: fromage, <laughs> uh, and uh, it was it was so interesting to hear them separate. Um, I just never, I never, I knew that they had broken up, and I was sad about it. But um, I never, I never pursued it. Right. It was a time when I don't think I listened to any music at that point.
3: It was a weird time.
4: 2012, baby. Yeah.
3: Dark, <laughs> like in, yeah, like in weird times.
4: Hurricane Sandy.
3: <laughs> was that then?
4: I think so. It's also when I got my first smartphone.
3: And when the world was let's talk to more end. about your life in two thousand and twelve. <laughs> well, let's talk what were you doing in twenty eleven without a smartphone?
4: Oh, I know. I was writing things down in a notebook and yeah, you would
3: have to go home and Google it?
4: I would yeah. I would write things I was much more prepared what as a was, person. What was the
2: phone you had? Was it like a Razer?
4: No, it was a it was a, it wasn't Nokia. But it uh I don't know. It was like a one that you flipped up and you typed on a keyboard. Oh, I nice. loved it. I like that one. Yeah. Honestly I might have had the same thing. I don't know when I got mine. A Nokia smartphone. sidekick. Yeah. I just so I remember because it was right after Sandy and I was like in the city for no for like a reverse doesn't matter.
1: So um <laughs> Ooh, so just you get us. Was that a good noise? I
4: think, was that, I think
1: it was a French or, It sounded like a French orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> you've never seen Amelie.
1: Uh, no, but I have seen Chocolat. <laughs> oh,
3: nice. So, to get us up to speed, I have masturbated to Chocolat. <laughs> well, Johnny Depp's in it. Paul, uh, oh, don't <laughs> wink at me. Uh, at the end of 2007, La Cucaracha, their final studio album, came out uh, to mixed ratings. Uh, there were a couple uh, from the AV Music Club. There were a couple of moments on La Cucaracha that can stand up with some of the band's best work. It's too bad they're not more frequent. Uh, they gave it an ouch. Minus. Fuck uh, you, Rolling Stone. In some ways, this is I uh, forget this quote. Uh, in some ways, La Cucaracha is just another sprawling Ween record. Fans will love it. Neophytes will be confused, but it's the best sprawling Ween record Ooh. since '97's The Mollusk. Then they released uh, a live album in 2008 called At the Cat's Cradle. Uh, And then Gene Ween started doing uh, solo shows, and Diener was focusing on his fishing YouTube show. Right? He would would do a fishing show, and he had. How dare uh, you end that sentence with right? Right? (laughs) It just makes sense. Uh, Diener's a captain.
4: Listen, Uh, if somebody follows their passion. Uh, right. it's sometimes going to just lead to fishing. We should and probably record an episode
1: to. on the boat. We can go, we can charter the boat. The Archangel. It's out of Belmar, New Jersey. That's, a, it's not far that's that. a
3: season two episode yeah, I'd, I'd be into. Sure. Um, and then it gets to January 24th, 2011, uh, a show that's known as the Vancouver Meltdown.
1: Uh, not a good thing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it uh, sounds but, good. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not. Well,
1: a, it's not a hip grilled cheese shop. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like a
3: delicious uh, sandwich. Apparently, Gener was on Bender that was lasting a few days, mm-hmm. and it was uh, a bad show. Uh, he was playing uh, offbeat for a good chunk of the night. His vocals were off. Uh, he appeared to be intoxicated, uh, and at one point, <laughs> You sound
1: like a cop. Yeah. Well, this is
3: Austin's research. Oh,
1: great. Sorry, Austin. Kids, you. Stay on the straight now. Uh,
3: also, at one point, Aaron rested on the stage while the rest of the band played. And uh, Gina was just tuning his guitar constantly. Mm. He was out of it. And uh, Deaner and Claude uh, walked... Deaner and Dave walked off the stage, left him alone. And Claude and Glenn switched the instruments. And then, eventually, they just left him alone on stage. And he performed... Uh, I forget what song. Maybe it was Birthday Boy. Uh, and then the show was over. Mm. And this was like one of these pivotal moments where something is different. Yeah, they had like an onstage fight, and everything was different.
4: I mean, they were they were sort of uh, our second night. You know, they were they were having a little back and forth, but it wasn't like that.
3: No, not at all. No, not <laughs> not even, even close. Yeah. Um, does Does that
2: recording of
1: Birthday Boy exist?
3: Somewhere? It's on. Yeah, you can see clips of it on YouTube, there's, and I'll put it on the list.
1: Yeah, there's. I was on Reddit doing just kind of going. Back. I hadn't thought about this or or because uh, when it happened i was crestfallen because it was yeah. right at the you know like um some of my favorite show ween shows i saw were in like 2010 uh and so it was it felt like uh for and then they were my favorite band to see at the time and still are but the at the mo at that time it felt like well what what right like, it was like you know i think fans were pretty devastated well the band still hasn't officially broken up at this point this because is right, just okay. sort of right. the
3: beginning. Right. It? Oh, but no, that was so, but I was
1: going on Reddit and there was like, so somebody was talking about how there was a recording and then they were asked to take the recording down right. because it was so ugly. Like, it was just like, so I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't think people in the room realized
3: uh, how maybe bad. how bad it was yeah. and it's just the ripples of it kind of spread. Sure. Uh, then uh, the Caesar demos came out online. Which um, are like peak.
1: That's tough show. Yeah. We played some of that for you.
3: That's yeah. all like the Quebec uh, sessions, right? That's uh, the yeah, Caesar demos? Yeah, Quebec. Um, Quebec. <laughs>
1: um,
3: and fans <laughs> went nuts. Merci, and I think, Paul. And I think there might have been. <laughs> a, I think the band might have been a little um, uh, not in full agreement that these demos should have been released mm-hmm. uh, when they were. Gotta and be. then at the mm-hmm. end of 2011, uh, they played the Fillmore Auditorium in Denver for three nights. And that was the last time we played together live. In May of 2012, uh, the first solo record came out uh, and it was called Marvelous Clouds. Uh, and it's uh, Gene Ween Solo and it's 13 cover songs uh, from a poet, songwriter named Rod McEwen.
1: Yeah, and so do you have ever heard of Rod McEwen?
3: It sounds familiar,
2: but. So he
1: was like, he's written songs that were played by Sinatra. Madonna has covered one of his, or has played one of his songs. Uh, he was like, he, he was. A, kind of a contemporary of Kerouac and Ginsburg, but he was like a much more like schmaltzy, lovey dovey, hard on your sleeve. A lot of.
3: The, if you listen to like AM radio in the 60s and 70s, it was filled with like Rod McEwen's soft rock yeah. kind of songs.
1: Yeah, he was kind of an earnest in the way that like I think turned a lot of people that were like counterculture were like, oh, he's, yeah. you know, I don't know what the equivalent would be now, but like, you yeah, too, know, too earnest, too. John um, Mayer. Yeah, uh, I think he got. I don't know who got more pussy, yeah. <laughs> McEwen, McEwen or Mayor. You know, it's one of the great questions of our time. I actually, uh, I married uh, Hager Redwood, who all of you met. Uh, oh, you married alive. I, met, I was the officiant of his wedding. Gotcha. Uh, and that I guy's actually, married? he's married. Yeah, I oh, have two kids. Who was
4: he hanging out with us?
1: Uh, all of my friends who were here that weekend. Who Evan? They said, all have wives. Evan said they all. Besides Bobby, Bobby's not married. Uh, but uh, Evan was like, at one point, Evan said, "Your friends scare me." <laughs> to be fair, though, we—I stand by that. I saw that was, and even going back to the live episode, like I can't watch it because I just feel like I look like hammered shit and sound awful. Uh, which is not great prep work for, oh. uh, the li- for the most important live episode, you know, for the live podcast both recording of my life. Uh, I saw like 3:30 a.m. multiple nights leading up to that night uh, because I had all my friends in town, and we went. T- we had too much too fast. Uh, anyways, Redwood. Uh, I was the officiant at his wedding and actually uh, read a Rod McEwen poem, a oh, beautiful poem which you as will part read of right now. Uh, I have it here I can read yeah. <laughs> you know everyone knows I don't read good though.
2: but please read read as good as you can.
3: Rod McEwen wrote over fifteen hundred songs, wow. which have accounted for the sale of over 100 million records worldwide. Uh, his songs have been performed by such artists as Robert Goulet, Glenn Yarborough, Barbara Streisand, Perry Cuomo, Patula Clark, Waylon Jennings. The list goes on and on. His biggest song uh, was probably uh, Seasons in the Sun. Oh yeah. We had joy, yeah, we yeah, had yeah, fun, yeah. we had that's a Rod McEwen song. Gotcha. Uh, nominated for an Oscar. For the song Gene from the 1969 film The Prime. You won a Grammy.
1: You won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Album. When who even knew that that was a thing, like in the 70s? He was
3: huge in the 60s and 70s. And then in the 80s, 90s, uh, recluse. I always knew. Depression, quiet, didn't see anybody.
1: I always knew that you would find me. No clock needed to remind me that it would happen. I planned on it, worked it out, hid in plain sight every day, knowing you would pass. That way or this, come along, go by. Pause in moving to here or somewhere, near or far, it did not matter, you would arrive. I kept the heart alive and thriving in the clatter of time's travel to know that you would turn and see me and then not turn away. You here or coming, unraveling the puzzle, kept me whole and safe and driving on toward this day. When the evenings, like forever, started fleeting Going fast, I could see you at some distance disappearing in the mist. In the mass of fondled faces, one imagines in a lifetime. Yours was there, just out of grasp. I mean, it keeps going. Do you want me to keep going? Ah! <laughs> Beautiful My, taste. Yeah. My
4: French orgasm. Um, <laughs> so in uh,
1: 2012,
3: uh, Gene Ween, as Aaron Freeman, did an album of 13 Rod McQueen songs.
1: Uh Paul, let's play one. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's do it. And we'll talk a little bit about like how it came to be, be how that he came to make these okay. uh, songs. So, uh, this is my favorite. I actually, a lot of people don't like this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this record. When it came out, I listened to it a lot. I, st- I, mean, I went back to it as we were preparing for this, um, and this is my favorite track off the uh, off the record.
4: So pressure's on Evan.
1: Okay. Yeah. Again. As always.
4: Up from the pastures of boredom.
0: Out from the sea of discontent. They come in packs like hungry hounds.
2: The seekers of the dark enchantment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plug him in. Yeah, <laughs> <We're> like, that's <laughs> right. Where it kicks in. and Program me on. Um,
4: so you guys chose the songs that we're gonna be that he's gonna be listening to today, and um, I know that text thread. It didn't get heated, but there was a lot of back and forth about what you wanted to choose.
1: Well, I. Uh, it's funny because for me, the the Freeman Records are much more significant to me than the Diener records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, just, I've always loved, and, and I think it's, you're, you know, people are able to love the band, the whole band, and or to, to love Diener and Gina, uh however you want, however you, whatever, whoever strikes. You know, I think there are people uh, that adore Diener because of his, like, the way that he presents and the and the way he thrashes guitar and the way like he's got this like fuck you rock like like yeah. my friend Teddy Ballgame has always been like intimidated or like not intimidated but like always thought Deener was like too like too intense like kind of scary he was always kind oh, of scared of Deener Teddy
4: Ballgame yeah Teddy Ballgame he was too intense yeah
1: well then he, but then he also thinks he's a, he was like I think Deener's a bully and I was like I don't know I don't think that's true but uh, for me I've always connected more with Diener and then with the solo records. I actually don't really even. I haven't spent much time with the Dean Ween uh, group records at all. I've listened to both of them uh, all the way through, but I never go back to them. Besides, I like the song "Blue Sky" or the the Dickie Betts one because yeah. it reminds me of like you know "Blue Sky." Well, and, and that was
3: also a Ween song uh, called "Almond Sunset," right? Uh, or never released or anything, but yeah. Uh, I think of the four solo records, uh, "Marvelous Clouds," Freeman. Uh, the Diener album and Rock Two. I think my favorite record is the Freeman mm-hmm. solo record. It feels the most to me. That's uh, what. That's like what
4: when I was listening to this this week. That's the one that really I like. Right, because it's yeah. interesting
1: for you having never listened to them yeah. and and knowing the Ween catalog and and. Uh, yeah, to what your experience... But it was, like, it,
4: very fun listening to both of these sides... Yeah. ...individually.
1: And you can really hear the band. Like, if you yes. can just combine those records, it's like, oh, that's what Ween is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because... And the, the whole thing with, like, The Marvelous Clouds is... Is that, you know, I think uh, Ben Vaughn, who was the, the guy who produced... Uh, 12 Gold for Gold. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was his idea. It was yeah. his brainchild. And connected... Uh, I think you know Aaron knew the music, but really connected him to it, and mm-hmm. uh, and it you know I think it makes a lot of sense that Aaron would be connected to it, especially in this time where he's like trying to form, go back to his own identity, and he really was like making a, a, a conscientious effort to get away from the genre wow. mantle and like what it meant to be genre. And these songs are kind of schmaltzy, and they are like just very. Uh, they're soft, yeah, and gentle. But and they are—they are. You listen to them, and they're the 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 songwriting is really great. And yeah. but it just feels very honest and of of the experience. And I think it made a lot of sense that it would connect with someone who was just getting sober, trying to figure oh, out who yeah, they, they are. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't a lot of. It just was like cut. It was kind of cut a vein.
4: Yeah, and this is what down, comes out. Yeah, very yeah. vulnerable taking off like a mask that he's been wearing for a long time.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting to then do a cover record and when you're, but it like I think it was a soft landing of like here's this soft beautiful poetry that some of it's actually really dark. What's the name of record, this, What's
3: the name of this song? The, Lovers, the Lovers. And it's about
1: yeah. it's about uh, like how terrifying how the dark side of love. It's basically about like coming out of like you know of, of falling in love and then falling out of love mm. and just how it's there's such a there's a dark underbelly to like this like it's this kind of upbeat love song but then there's this dark underbelly of like when love dissipates and you're back to the beginning again
3: i remember when this record came out i was a little i don't know bitter is the right word but it's been it was five years since the last ween record and i wanted a ween record yeah and then this came out and it's like.
1: I think you were not alone in that. You yeah. go back to like... I was on the... Again, like I was back on Reddit or like... And people were like... People shit on this record. Yeah. And I think people shit on this record because they felt like it wasn't a ween record. and right. It was this soft rock, you know. Uh, it was like the guy in, in Animal House uh, playing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, on the stairs, yes. Yeah. Like, we uh, the and then well, Pluto, whoever yeah, heard it, Pluto, yeah. is, is the fucking or uh, Ween fans, becomes yeah. <laughs> yeah. the guitar yeah. against the wall. I Welcome liked back. it. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, what say you?
2: Uh, this is great. Beautiful, beautiful music.
1: Beautiful music it for is. sure.
2: Yeah, I really think it shows uh, Mr. Freeman's chops for sure. Like this is, again. Like I think one of the things that I enjoyed about. The show was how, um, you know, they're flexible. They can jump between all these genres and mm-hmm. stuff. And this is just a great example of that. Like his musicianship on this is like on point. Mm-hmm. He sounds and, really good. And for
3: this record, all he did, he came in and just did vocals, didn't play any guitar. Yeah. They had uh, different uh, studio musicians playing all the songs. Uh, and yeah, just a, a nice project for him, uh, perhaps going through some sobriety issues. And this called to him. He did
1: it. He was able to spend a lot of time. I don't know if he spent a lot of time, but he was able to meet Rod McEwen and go mm-hmm. to his like Beverly Hills mansion yeah. where they, he has like Phyllis Diller art on the walls, <laughs> and like he yeah. just vibe out for uh, a few afternoons. I think. Cool. Uh, I, I
4: mean, as an artist, going through those like going through those periods of change um, and uh, moving into something that you know, like previous previous fans of his like may not like. Mm-hmm. Right, but then being true to yourself—I feel like that's super brave. Yeah, um, and I—I I don't know if I would have been able to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really admirable, I think, too. Also, it's just like this sounds good and it's quality, and you know, it's not like it's embarrassing or anything, right? You know, no, it's I, good.
1: I think it's got. Uh, I think what we were talking about is that, uh, as you were coming out of the headphones, is that a lot of Ween fans. Uh, were uh, disappointed by the sound of this record, mm-hmm. having been waiting for a Ween record, for and then this, this comes yeah. out, and it is this kind of soft, gentle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but I th- which I think is unfortunate. Yeah, I think I don't know if people go back. And you know what's to funny it, about
2: that is I would. I don't know if I would expect it, but if you have spent this time following this band and they come out with an album like Twelve Country Greats but to me, anything's up for grabs. Sure, because, right? I mean, sure, like yeah. you could get any kind of sound at any moment. So they could release a record. I mean, this is like what it's. Well, like you are too. like a
1: super enlightened Lean fan now, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I get, it, I get. It. You've but been, you've been through the whole journey, so. But
2: I think what Katie's saying is important: is that evolution is such an underlooked part of being an artist and how you can change and morph and grow, even if it's. You know, I, I always just think about. Prince is such a good example. I know I talk about Prince a lot on this podcast, but Prince basically like did the research to figure out how to write an album like Purple Rain. He was like he listened to like a bunch of stadium rock and was like, how can I craft a song that will pe- will people want to sing in a large group?
0: Mm. And after
2: he did that, he was like, okay, I'm done with that. And he moved on. Like he could have written records like Purple Rain probably for the rest of his career if he wanted. Sure. and, and he did write you know, some similar stuff, obviously. But it's just interesting to think, like, you know, when you're a musician like this, you're not struggling to try and come up with another hit. You're struggling to find something that excites you and interests Mm -hmm. you and that you want to make. And if
1: you're maybe not ready to start writing your own music after, for the first time in, since you were 13, being sober, then again, this seems like it could be a soft landing to, like, and and it is... These well crafted songs, and you've got. Let me get
2: back into this. Yeah, and you've so got. This, yeah.
1: So, this record came out May 8th, 2012, and
3: then in a article on May 29th in Rolling Stone, uh, Gene Ween announced uh, that he is officially retiring Gene Ween. Uh, for me, it's a closed book in Life Sometimes in the Universe. You have to close some doors to open others. And this was news to Dean Ween. <gasps> <gasps> um, yeah.
1: I remember, right. oh I remember all this. This time. was Shit. this
3: was uh, Ween drove. This is the end of Ween, uh, as dictated by Gene Ween. Wow!
2: So uh, he was the one who out
3: the heels of this record being released. Yeah, so he got
2: fucked up at this concert, and I was like, you know what? You can't fire me. I'm firing you.
3: Could be. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So power move. Um, and then the uh, the internet's exploded. Uh, I remember uh, messaging Paul when mm. this came out. Did on you Internet see, Explorer, on, you know, like on Facebook or something. Like, did you see this news? Uh, and
1: I was like, "Who is this the <laughs> other guy?" DMing me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, get Gravy Boy out of my feed.
3: Um, yeah, there was a lot. There was uh, there was some infighting uh, with uh, family members mm-hmm. of Ween sure. and Dean Ween mm-hmm. online that was public for everyone to see. Mm. It was a weird drama filled time. Uh, well, you must have
4: been really happy about
3: that, Will. Oh, no. This was... This was <laughs>
4: yeah, but you, are, I you love drama. drama. I okay. love
3: drama, but this yeah. was like the saddest drama that could possibly be. Yeah, you're...
4: I don't Will like sad doesn't like,
1: drama. Will doesn't like gossip and drama that makes him feel sad. Yeah. Like the sad. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the other people Yeah. I like the drama that invigorates like, me. Right. Um, Speaking
4: so of, how's that podcast war going?
3: Yeah. Still radio silence on the other end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why do you pick up these things?
3: Uh, So apparently, uh, Mickey went into a big depression at this time. Um, uh, And uh, he was later helped by uh, Les Claypool, who talked him through some stuff. The Moist Boys. Fishing
1: fishing Buddies. uh, The Uh, Moist
3: uh, Boys put out a new record, their fifth record in 2013. Called Five? Uh, Yep. Uh, And then in July of. 2014, the record Freeman uh, came out. When? Sorry. Uh, 2014. 2014. Okay. Uh, this is now Aaron Freeman writing songs again. Uh, he went through rehab. He's clean. Uh, he's dropped the Gene Ween moniker. He's touring as uh, Freeman. Uh, he's now a free man. Yeah. Uh, and
2: lucky he was named that. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it is such uh, a great record and a personal record. And the opening track on that record is about the Vancouver incident. Ooh, mm-hmm. Which we're going to listen to. Which we're going to listen to right, right. now.
2: This what's going on.
4: I do wish that everyone could just see Paul <laughs> mimic playing guitar. Just do it I guess it's air guitar.
1: Yeah. Left-handed. Oh, I'm right-handed. Right. hear the lyrics <laughs> let's just let's yeah. plug them in let's just plug a bit. okay I was not prepared uh, Abby, right, do you want to read the lyrics
3: uh, to go along as you listen for this one sure just follow along don't read ahead
1: Okay. I, I could have done that uh, I won't I could have done the "fuck you all" part. No, all no, no, no. Yeah, but...
4: man. it's best. It's best to go through that little journey. Okay, he's, he's in. in.
1: Great, he's in. Oh, what a track! Talk about opening up a vein. Oh my yeah. gosh!
4: Yeah, when I heard this, I was just like, "Oh damn, this is this is too too much, mm-hmm. too real."
3: Well, f- well, for me, this also sums up. I think the big difference between uh, Aaron's writing and Diener's writing what is, is so I think true? Aaron will go super honest and. Put those put those truths into his lyrics um, a lot more so than Diener does, and for me, I like that. You know, as being a Ween fan, I was shocked that he wrote about like the inside baseball oh kind God, of Ween yeah. song, uh, but also was like, I'm sure a lot
1: of people were. Surprised.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but I also was like, I'm grateful that he did. I mean, writing this must have been therapy yeah. for him to kind of get this out and take control of the narrative for himself and let the world know what he was going through at this time because we perhaps only heard it from uh, other people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, we went and saw this show at Mercury. Mercury Lounge. Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Cummings. You both yeah. Did? yeah, it was oh. us and Jamie and think, Right around this album release, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, and it was just, you know, went to see him up on stage. Uh, I mean and he opened with the Grove, I think. Like he opened it, was like a thr- I was like, but then... That he, was the
3: first show, it was like the small first opener show of that tour. Yeah. Uh, but then played this, and... I think that's when I walked in, I walked in, and the fuck you all part was yeah. just starting. Yeah. And I was just like, alright, this feels good.
1: Yeah, it was, you know? uh... Right, I mean, it's like, and I think it was this, like, uh, and you listen to the lyrics, and it's... Yeah, you exist uh, at some point you start to exist for uh, only for other people yeah. mm-hmm. right like you, you your identity is so much around what is pleasing other people and being like this kind of almost like a clown you know yeah, uh, and then everyone like else for everyone's go home. yeah you're a show pony kind of like and then yeah everyone goes home besides like you know the, the, the people who are, like, hey, at the at the fucking hotel bar, yeah. who are, st- oh, like, let's go Delicious grilled chicken yeah. flatbread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or cocaine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I yeah. think and I that, didn't <laughs> listen to the lyrics. Um,
3: that. <laughs> um, yeah, that song's not about taking delicious chicken flatbreads uh, from probably. your fans in the lobby. <laughs> but then, like,
1: yeah, I mean, I haven't... So, I've never... The closest thing I've ever done to being... I mean, I, I like, I did fish tour and stuff back in the day, um, which that was more of just, like, you know seeing music and partying and whatever. The closest yeah. I've ever come to being on tour as like a performer was when we did back to back. We did the three uh, point break live shows and Midwest I was tour? a mess. Yeah. Like I can't imagine and like and it was, you know, each night we would go we'd go out, we'd drink during the show, we'd go out after the show. And like we went out the first night in Detroit until, like, four in the morning. And then I was, like, a fucking... Like, waking up yeah. to, like, get in the van to drive to fucking Chicago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that was... I'm so soft, like, also. But, like, it was, like, by the end of that thing, I was, like, I can't Your imagine... Voice was- yeah, my voice was gone. Yeah. And I can't imagine... I may mean, I have no self-control, and, I, and I'm not a professional in any way. But, like, to be... That feeling of, like, waking up in the morning to, like, and being, like, you know, looking and feeling like shit to get in the car... And there's something that's, like, the enjoyable part of being, like, punch drunk in the morning and, like, laughing about the night before, and but it's also just, like, you You just feel awful.
4: Yeah, and imagine doing that for four months straight. Or doing for, and doing years. that for, like,
1: 20 years. Yeah. like of And always being the one to be, like, oh, let's, oh, there's Gina. Let's see if he wants to party or let's yeah. see if he wants to, like... To have a little, a small, having had a small taste of, like, oh, you were so good in that show. Here's drugs and booze. Right. Let's party and make us laugh some more. I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) Like, but to do that for years and years and years, to be able to, like, tell, to shed that. Right. And, like, this comes, like, pouring out. Like, that fuck you all part of, like, you know what? I'm fucking done with everybody and everyone who wants something from me. Yeah. I'm just going to be me now. Yeah. Is, I can't imagine how cathartic that was. He's on that part now. (laughs) He's crying again. Yeah.
3: Uh, there's a great piece on NPR uh, All Things Considered. It's like a little eight-minute segment when this record came out. Uh, that's got interviews with him. It's got interviews with uh, Joe Russo. Uh, during this period in his life, he was uh, he moved to Woodstock and he started uh, teaching music to kids. Yeah. Uh, just trying to do clean, healthy things. Uh, yeah, at, like worked. the School of Rock. Yeah. The, their yeah. School of Rock. Um, yeah. He's just trying to be healthy, be clean, uh, and fucking make music. Yeah. Hey, Welcome back.
2: Wow. What a song. Right? Yeah. Intense, dude. Yeah. That's wild. I love that. Yeah. That's great. It's a little Elliot Smithy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, not, so. the, not the
1: first time uh, that, uh, but we've talked about this, that um, Gene is, uh, tougher than Elliot Smith because he didn't stab himself in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it tougher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, that's not fair. Suicide's not funny. What else do you think about this song? Sorry. Damn it,
2: Paul!
3: Um, what do you think about the title, "Covert Discretion"?
2: Um, I think it's a, a tender situation, is what it is. Mm. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not sure what covert discretion really means in this context. I have to say, I was I, thinking about it as I I, re, I read it again, and I was like, "That's interesting."
3: Well, it's like secretive secrets, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: it's kind of yeah. It's funny, covert discretion.
3: Like he's no longer. I don't think he's. I think he's done with covert discretion. right. He's yeah.
2: making a point a finer point of it i i i mean this this is such a this is so interesting because this song is about a specific mythology. and if you don't know it, I wonder what the song means to you right. Uh, and it's such an interesting thing with music specifically where someone will write a song and people instantly want to know what's that about same thing with artwork, right. right? And something about the context of this made it really powerful for me, knowing what I know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I wonder what I would have thought of the song without that knowledge. So um, you're saying
4: that we should have um, we should have structured this whole podcast in a different way? Yeah. Today. Uh, this is all a
2: long note. This, um, this should
3: have been episode one. We play him cover no, construction. No, I think I think what's really interesting... 20 episodes later, this is going to make a lot of sense.
2: I really connected <laughs> with a lot of this because I think there's something about what he's describing about being a performer... Um, you know, talking to the people in the lobby afterwards. That's and, what you're about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm your trophy boy. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, I want this thing, but also leave me alone mm-hmm. is really interesting. Um, and also, he's defensive in this in a way that I think is, is interesting. And I think it's in relationship to how I feel about, you know, the way that pe- the self destruction, mm-hmm. where he's kind of taking the onus, but he's also not. He's like, you left me up there. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm sure their answer would be, well, you isolated yourself. Right. You know, so it's it's an interesting...
1: Yeah, you made that bed.
2: Right, exactly. Like, it's an interesting way to think about self-destruction, which is, like, I'm saving myself, but also fuck you for not helping me, you know? Well,
3: it's and it's also, story-wise, um, no one heard anything about this Vancouver incident from Aaron. Right. They, they it was, you know, rumors and speculation... And so this is the first time that he's saying his side of the story mm, yeah. and what happened. So that's a, it's also, like, why it was maybe important.
2: what's interesting, too, is listening to this, I feel as if, I don't know if you guys feel this way, do you pick a favorite? Are you like, I identify with yeah, Dean we, or I we, identify with Gene? We talked but about McCartney, that
1: Lennon that yeah. we listened to. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, <laughs> yeah. about George. Uh, <laughs> no. fuck George? Fuck George. Uh, <laughs> my mom's favorite was George, so I grew up always loving George. Sure. Um... So a certain yeah. kind of person who likes George. We, yeah, my mom.
2: Yeah,
1: she's a certain kind
2: it. of sexy person.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, emotionally sexy. Yeah, and physically too. Anyway, um, <laughs> G- I, we talked about that during the first during the lovers when you listened to that. Yeah, that, like, and for me, it's always been Genner. Interesting. Got, yeah,
3: I'm a Gener guy. Yeah. See
1: after I saw that show, I'm a
3: Gina in the streets and a Dina
2: in the streets. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's what
1: I am too. Because yeah. not, during the live shows. For me, the live shows is all, that's it. Like, somebody yeah. put that is that on a T-shirt? Well, I, I was you gonna say get it on you there. better
2: make that merch. Fuck no. yeah, you better milk this. As long that's as exactly that. how, I feel. Yeah, that's like, I, how I feel. When I listen
1: to, to Ween records, to me, it's like so much about the the lyrics and and Dina wrote uh, has written plenty of lyrics, but like yeah, um, and but what, like, for the live show. Yeah, obviously, it's a big part... Gener's a huge part of it, but, like, what I get off is, like, on the fucking... Well, there's
2: a musicianship that Diener has that is on display yeah, he's during of, that he's show rock that, guy, that you're he's like, a wow, wow, time yeah. Well, Amazing. and the,
1: it's, he's the
3: teeth of the rock and roll yeah. uh, that I love Ween for. Right. Like, I don't know if, if Ween was all... I don't know if I have ever would have gotten into uh, Ween if it was all Gener, Covert Discretion.
2: See, here's the thing. I <coughs> love shit like this. Of course, Me yeah. yeah this is so I I think you know again it's just funny I don't know if I've picked a side but this makes me appreciate Gene more than I have in the past
1: yeah the, I, the great thing is that you don't have to too. yeah, yeah. Uh, that the, yeah. they're back as a, that they are a band that was a band and is a band again that you can get you get to enjoy the whole but it is whole
2: always funny with bands you always you do always kind of it's, you know, you, you pick sides. You pick a person. You pick your guy. You yeah. pick your guy, or you think, like, who's really responsible
4: for this? Um, this is going to be the very nerdy, but... Uh sometimes, it's sort of, re- this is this is not going to work out, but just, I can't just, wait. just get right Do ready, you wait. I mean, are you it, you should I do it differently Okay, uh, <laughs> when you listen to musicals, uh, when I listen to like albums, of like cast recording <laughs> albums stop. of musicals, yep, um, sometime when I, especially when I was little, um, you know, I'd sing along with it or whatever, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, this is the character I would play, or this is mm. my favorite character in mm. it. Really? But then, um, whatever moment I was in, I was like, this is my favorite moment of it um uh, uh going through it does that make sense it's sort of no look at you no like, it's all everyone's good. staring at me like so it's like whatever moment I'm like living in and really enjoying yeah. that that's what like where my allegiance lies I, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so when I'm also at- like a terrible girlfriend <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stay in the moment no I I get it it's it's whatever you're experiencing at that moment is like you're like oh no this is the thing yeah. I,
4: I, it's like when I eat a
2: hamburger I'm like this is the best hamburger I've ever had
4: you must eat good hamburgers all the time. That's my plan. What's well, it's like yeah. when I listen
3: to Tenacious D, I'm like, this is why I'm clearly a Kyle Gas guy, 100%.
4: Are you serious? I
3: only... I'm into Tenacious, G, Tenacious D only oh, wait, for Kyle... Wait, are you being
4: serious right now? No. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I was like, we got to start a podcast. Uh, but I was also thinking uh, thinking about the live shows. Um, I wonder if we, if we had stood on the other side... Of the venue yeah. with like a cleaner view. For me, Gene was a like. Cleaner Jeaner? A cleaner Gene. A <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Because That's I. That's true in a lot of
3: ways. Because
4: <laughs> I was. Uh, the, the audience in front of me was like, he was. I would have to like move a lot to see him. Yeah. But um, Diener was like clear shot for me. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh oh. Is that a fire alarm? No, it's
1: just the coffee shutting down. Sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome, awesome.
4: Goodbye, coffee. Here's, here's also, t- au revoir, coffee. <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry that was like a weird tangent. Au revoir,
2: Shoshana. Here's another um, uh, small point I think to make. I think there's something that we understand about the evolution of someone like a deaner. Where it's like, as he's gotten older now, you're like, that's that hard scramble rock god. Yeah, (laughs) it's like seeing an old wrestler or something. That's really funny. Yeah, man. I mean, that guy's you know living out in a fish shack, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. You know, he's got old man strength. And when you look at someone who is, say, a little bit more emotional or someone who has been through it a little bit, you know, I had an experience of watching Gene perform. I think I said this a little bit, but it's like you're a little worried about him. Mm. You know what I mean? You're a little worried, yeah, you're a little worried about someone who, especially as people get older, you know, it's like when you go and see the Rolling Stones, you're not as worried about Keith Richards, I feel like, as you are about Mick Jagger, even though you should be more worried about Keith Richards. Like Mick Jagger, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to die. Like, he shouldn't be up there doing this. He's too old. He can't Mm. do it. You know what I mean? And then they're fine or whatever. Um, But there is something about a technical skill, when you see someone who's a little bit older do it you're like ah it's okay this is the thing that like connects them and then to watch him sing or emote or be a front man uh, there's I mean again maybe it's a personal thing but like this song I don't know how well this song ages do you want to listen to someone older sing this song. I don't know. Mm. I don't know that
1: he'll ever I mean that's the thing about these I don't know if this so will ever ask, be performed again. Right, right you asked you asked does does Ween play their solo stuff. Yeah. Like can you imagine them ever playing no. No. can you yeah. play this like sing this next to the no. band? But I like, love, yeah.
2: I love this song. And yeah. I love also just the I love the ending. Uh, I think it's I think it's it's what I mean this is what art should be for. Like this is not a song for us. This is a song for him. Yeah. Which mm. is an interesting thing to listen to.
3: Yeah. Uh so another track uh off this record um
2: is called Slappy Pappy Squelch Diesel <laughs> yeah. Cheese Boy.
3: There are so many like <laughs> great songs. Like I love the song Black Bush off this record. It's like a yeah. goofy upbeat uh-huh. Uh, there are so many great songs on this record yeah. uh, about but an African-American
2: th- George W. Bush
3: yeah it's a commentary on uh, Obama nice is he the black bush
1: wow no, Yeah, that's yeah. not true at all yeah. but <laughs> yeah, this record's like <laughs> Golden Monkey all these songs are fucking fantastic
3: yeah it's really good uh, so this was the lead
1: single uh, off this record yes are you ready I am great because we're going to start
4: Because we're going to start
1: Plug plug Plaggy
4: means.
1: Oh, hot. Hot mic. Ooh. I have a thing for hot mics, I guess. For uh. a while, I couldn't play my guitar like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. You uh, said it,
3: Will.
0: Yeah, man. I've never
1: been able to play a guitar like a man. <laughs> <laughs> or a woman. <laughs> or a non-binary person. I just can't play guitar.
3: Uh, this is just another great personal song. Um, well, what's Let this not. song about? So, you listen to it, and you know the story of this record, and you know what happened with the band, and I think your gut tells you that this is a song about him having trouble playing guitar.
1: Well, I'm going to be honest with you, that's exactly what I thought.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I also thought that maybe that was what it <laughs> right? was about.
3: So, uh, and I mean, this is some shots fired. Uh, at a show at City Winery in uh, New York. Uh, He was doing an acoustic set, and he played this song, and he said, uh, this is a song off the new record. Uh, A lot of people think it's about me, but uh, it's not about me. It's about uh, somebody else I know. And the subtext is, it's all about
1: uh, Diener. Wow. And, (laughs) yeah, so... Hands covered in oil and gasoline. Yeah. Pumping for the man, Will.
3: Yeah, right? It, It all works out, and apparently... Who is this Leroy character? (laughs) Yeah, who is Leroy? Uh, This song is a little bit of a a head nod, maybe a little bit of a a laugh in the face. uh, To uh, apparently, word got down to to that Mickey told someone that he just during this Ween breakup he can't play his guitar like a man anymore, and Aaron took that got that got back to Aaron and made this song about that sentence.
1: Uh, is this the kind of gossip mongering you're into? Because your face is yeah. lit up. When, uh, I, when I
3: learned this fact, it blew my mind. Because it's almost uh, it's 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 some anger mm-hmm. uh, from Aaron. And the song that I thought was all about self-reflection it might be a little bit uh, of a middle finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that changed the way uh, I thought about the song, in, in, in a great way. It adds another. I think it's also the song could be about both. Uh, things, and yeah, it doesn't have to
1: be about one thing. Yeah,
3: and great uh, solo guitar work on this song.
1: Yeah, and I remember that show at Mercury Lounge when he played it. Like it was, uh, I, I remember him having like a little bit of like. Try, it took him a second to to yeah. get in to do it. He couldn't. It took a second for him to figure it out. Yeah. For a while, not, yeah, yeah, well, couldn't play his guitar like a man. Yeah, uh, this is uh, probably my this is my wife' knife's favorite Ween-related song.
0: Oh. Yeah, this
1: is a song that she puts on on a regular basis. My wife loves this song, too. Katie,
4: I, don't your have wife. A, I don't have a wife Katie, where's your wife? Why not? Where's your wife? <laughs> I'm a bad girlfriend. <laughs> Get a
1: wife. Get a wife.
4: Get a wife. Well, but if, if I did have a that's wife, not this a wife. would be a wonderful song yeah, that she would like. <laughs>
1: Do you think yes. uh, Evan will Sorry. pick up... Uh, that's my Australian accent. That's not a wife.
4: <laughs> that's a spoon. This, this is a wife.
3: <laughs> that's, a, that's a wife. Uh, do you think Evan will pick up uh, on what perhaps the truth of the story is? I think he's going
1: to think like 99% of the people who heard it, uh, originally uh, it's about Gina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, because I think it, yeah, like you know, like it's just, that's what it, when you know uh, even a little bit of the story, uh, it, you... Have this guy coming out of recover, you know, coming getting sober. I mean, I think one of the hardest parts about being sober, as I've read or heard about, uh, never really experienced myself, would be the the loss of identity. Mm -hmm. That your identity is so much around. uh, Can you do the things? You know, for comedian, I know for a a long time, like, um, you know, even like when we I perform improv, it was always like, oh, I'd have like two or three beers or something, and it's like. Uh, there's always like a fear of just like can I be funny sober kind Mm. of thing or like uh, and you see a lot of successful comedians I feel like that like are just they're manic or they're like it's they're kind of feeding the beast yeah and they're worried that if they like go on
4: medication then they lose the thing that is creative or funny about themselves yeah yeah
1: um I think he's gonna
4: think that I think that's what he's gonna
3: think yeah and and for the record Aaron Freeman has never come out to say that this is a song about Diener this is just conjecture uh, based on what people have said
1: uh, on the internet's, hmm. people talk well. Is that? Is he still in? He's, there, he's right. It's just at that last note there. Uh, yeah. Hey, bud. Hi. How you doing?
2: Good. Uh, good. Good. Uh,
3: for a while, I couldn't play my guitar like a man.
2: Yeah, I get
3: it. What do you? What do you think that song's all about?
2: Um. I- it was very sexist uh, <laughs> you know um, I, I think it's uh, he just couldn't he couldn't get it up right
1: for a while I couldn't play my guitar like a day.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah so you're thinking that guitar is erection
2: I guess what I'm thinking is he didn't he didn't have it right couldn't play didn't my guitar like a man couldn't do it yeah I, w- I didn't I didn't want didn't want to play music mm. and then I kind of you know because this had all bummed me out so much. And then I got my shit together.
3: Yeah. I like that story too.
2: What's the actual story?
3: Uh, we you're
1: don't know what the li- actual you're story is. You have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, you'll have yeah to you'll have to have to
3: you have to listen again. To just talk about the it for whole five thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, But perhaps uh, Aaron heard uh, through the uh, rumor mill that Mickey once said, I can't play my guitar like a man because Ween broke up. And this is a song that he wrote about that oh. sentence. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: think about it. <laughs> it's kind of.
3: Yeah. Is it a dig at him? I, I don't know. It, to me, if that's the story, it sounds like a little bit of a dig.
2: It uh, could be an apology of sorts, though.
3: I think it's many, many things. Evan. Yeah, interesting. Interesting uh, time in uh, Ween. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going.
1: Ween um, Street. <laughs> so
3: this came out July 2014. <laughs> Uh, and then two years later, the reunion shows were announced. Mm. Wayne is back together, um, for three shows.
2: How did they make up?
3: Uh, I think that's between them.
2: Do they have a summit?
3: Uh, I'm
1: assuming Ooh. so. I imagine there were some meetings taken.
4: <laughs> Maybe somebody um, needed to pay off a mortgage. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's another. Yeah, I think certainly. they were both
3: touring individually yeah. uh, a lot around this time. And now much smaller money. rooms, yeah, much yeah. smaller rooms. Like me and Paul saw Deaner and Jr. during this time. Yeah, both at Brooklyn, both at right? Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. Um Good shows, And not sold out. I mean, great not, shows. Yeah. But these are, I mean, these aren't uh, capital theater size rooms, yeah. and these also aren't capital theater price tickets. Yeah, uh, ticket prices did go up significantly for the reunion. I mean, some of these tickets are $70, 80 yeah. bucks a piece, and you used to be able to see, you know, Ween for 30, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: oh, okay. Five, <laughs>
3: five bucks if you were yeah. there early enough. Sure. Um, so this was
2: all a calculated PR move, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh,
3: so uh, uh, back to the timeline: uh, Ween's back. In uh, February uh, twenty sixteen, and later in twenty sixteen, uh, Diener releases his first solo record. Whoa! So um, Diener
2: waits until they're back.
3: I think it's been to songs. He, he built a studio during the downtime out of fish. Uh, he was writing, <laughs> he was recording, mm-hmm. uh, and then an album that he was working on was this first record, which is called what's it called? Oh. Uh, the Diener album. Oh, uh, is the name of the record. And Paul, what do you want to play off this? It's up track? to you.
1: Uh, Will. I mean the your... single,
3: the single and the music video that came out for this was a song called "Exercise Man." Um, I think
4: we should do that because Evan's been exercising. Yeah, I, I have yeah, been exercising. Yeah,
2: dad bod. Yeah, 2019, y'all. Let's get it right and get it tight.
3: So weenies back well, yeah. together. Uh, Three years. Dina releases yeah, his solo record. Uh, it's all a of time. <laughs> That's
4: true. Yeah, I mean, Will doesn't understand how time works either. Yeah. So
3: this podcast has been going on for three solid years
4: and many solstices.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh, exercise Someday man. Someday, we'll, if we could do the podcast, gotta into twenty
2: twenty. <laughs> gotta hope this is just Ocean Man, but just with Exercise Man. Get w- yep. ready for <laughs> it. <Man.
3: laughs>
1: Uh, I think that would be better. Exercise. Yeah. Man. Yeah, all we gotta do is
3: make it to January 2020. The podcast has been on for five years. <laughs> That's wow. all we have to
1: do. <laughs> all right. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. <laughs> okay.
2: Wow. All right. Did they sing that in the tin can in Oh Brother Where
1: are <laughs> Thou? Um, that's the third time I've ever heard this song. <laughs> <laughs> I think people might have something to say to me. Some real hardcore Dean fans might have something to say to me. About yeah, that. they might
4: eye. get real
1: mad. Yeah, that's okay. I, we we joked around when we were talking about the future of this podcast of what it could be, and I said you could do a Dean Ween Group Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, uh,
1: the Gene Wien Gukowski Yeah um, to make, So someone To make me love Diener uh, So Like when would I So when we went and saw Diener at Brooklyn Bowl Yeah It was great Because it was like it, I got the same thing out of it That I would get From a Ween show In terms of like the big guitar, big rock and the big "fuck yeah. you" guitar sound.
4: But you didn't know the songs.
1: Uh, well, he plays. He plays like a bunch of Ween songs. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah he plays like his. We, like he'll play like um, "My Own Bare Hands" or. Like. Yeah, I saw oh. Dean Ween
3: group on the boat. That yeah, was the oh, show. right, right, right. And it's right, right. songs off so the record, right, and also right, right, right. we. I yeah. feel
4: like I've uh, been mentally gone for this past year. so Welcome a, back. You, you didn't know. have a
1: phone <laughs> 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 until.
4: Do t- <laughs> 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 Hurricane
1: Sandy. Your mom is out in California I'm wondering what's going on just with you. You're listening
4: here. to the cast recording of Chicago. Yeah. Or- Fifteen years straight. Just floating
1: <laughs> in the New York Harbor during Hurricane <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. just being in that record.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, I did have one thing when I was in like middle school or something, and my older brother like walked by the older brother who I think like introduced me to Ween, he like walked by the door and was like, how many times do you think you've listened to this album and it was Chicago? And I was just like, I don't know, and he's like, a dozen times? I was like, yeah, and he's like, two dozen times? I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room. Leave me alone.
3: Um To me, the Diener records, I enjoy the instrumental stuff uh, a thousand times more than um, songs like Exercise Man. Yeah. Um, There's a song, Gary, with uh, three R's off this record. That sounds like it can go hand in hand with Tear Ferretti, mm. and it's a great song, the
1: that well, Song. We should have listened to that. Powerful yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. hamstrings, the exercise exactly. man. Yeah. Uh, this
2: is right. very fun, very funny, uh, very <laughs> silly.
4: Uh, wasn't it as vulnerable as. <laughs> it <laughs> was pretty yeah. vulnerable, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The video
1: of this is just him like uh, street cycling yeah. around New Hope, I think. In like a tight,
3: like, in, like biker bike shorts, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah a <laughs> bike messenger outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Well, well, (laughs)
2: what is the deeper meaning behind the exercise man?
3: Well, I think it's a commentary Uh. on uh, the obesity epidemic that Uh is going uh through this uh country. And no, I don't think it's about any of that. Uh, I think it's about a man who exercises too much for Dean's tastes.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. in the the Motel 6 gym, uh, yeah, working out. I get it. I'm that man right now. I'm the exercise man.
1: You're really working hard. What's your regimen these days? I got a
2: powerful hamstring. I'm getting up four days a week at 5.30, going to the gym, and uh, doing this high-intensity interval workout training. I'm on a Whole30 diet right now. I'm doing that until January, and then afterwards, I'm going to scale back a little bit.
1: Yeah, well... Because those kind of diets just don't work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just gain the weight right back. Exactly. You're going to start sugars and all that stuff again. Yeah. Good luck, though. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as always, uh, you are the wind beneath my wings. Uh, uh, so this
3: was the, <laughs> oh, I'm going to use the word single uh, yeah. off this record, but we don't really uh, live in a listen, world nobody with uh, to it.
2: Yeah.
3: With singles anymore. Uh, but this is one of the songs on the record that have uh, vocals. Uh, oh. A lot of the songs in the record are fucking killer instrumentals. Yeah. Uh, that that big Deaner energy. You yeah. Like. That uh, big uh, D energy. I do like that. Uh, so that's basically the completion of this timeline. Uh, in 2018, uh, Dean Ween Group released the second uh, record called Rock 2, um, which featured the song Don't Let the Moon Catch You Cryin', uh, which was a rewrite of a Ween demo. Um mm. And that brings us to today, Evan. Yeah. Uh, we're here. We're around a microphone. Get used to it. That's really? the, that's uh, the story. Are we of,
1: Have we decided we're doing more of these? <laughs> that's the story of
3: Ween breaking up. That's the story uh, of us doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Ween for you. Do you think this
2: means that we should all start solo podcasts? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I have
1: a solo podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever you never listened to the podcast? No, I have. It's Katie, deeply disturbing. Katie Hartman's yeah. been on it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So we just
3: branched this pod- podcast off into four individual podcasts,
2: but all
1: about ween. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, my, is a gr- this is my- the best idea so far. <laughs> I would just. I would just be like. I'd be like. And Evan. <laughs> I just really have all my terrible I'm, memories. I'm good,
3: Yeah, I'm going to write uh, all the really emotional uh, songs that about what I've really been right. thinking throughout the last three years of this
4: podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to do monologues about toes.
1: <laughs> I'm going to pull a Dave Drywitz and join a kick-ass Grateful Dead cover band. <laughs> nice. And I'm
4: doing Straight Up Exercise Man.
2: <laughs> Powerful hamstrings and doodly-doo I'm the exercise man. Uh, this is an interesting juxtaposition, though, between the two of them. Where I'm like, oh, I see where all the carnival music's coming from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's
3: uh, I would recommend uh, Evan listening to all the solo records um, <laughs> yeah. once you're As done, a Doctor. Once you're done listening to all the Ween records, yeah, uh, jump in. These are just tastes. Uh, these are, you know, everyone's got a different favorite track off all these records. I do, think good.
2: Do you think there will be another Ween record?
3: I That's a big
1: question. Don't know. That
2: is a
4: big question.
3: I fucking hope so.
2: I Mike, think, Mikey just shed one single tear. Yeah. I think there's
1: a good chance that they would release... <laughs> there's so much unreleased... I think there's a better chance that they would do like a Shinola 2. Or yeah. Or the, they would maybe curate Why wouldn't a,
2: they get back in the studio, though? What's stopping them? Well, Diener's think, in I, there.
1: Diener, I think, it was, Diener just uh, uh, is constantly... Not that Gina is Not that Diener is not you know, Genie's obviously a musician. He's a lifetime musician. He's uh, and a writer and a, a poet. And a, But, like, Diener, I think, has an unsa- insatiable appetite to create rock and roll music. Yeah, like
3: Diener plays every week, every Wednesday night. Yeah, that would be uh, another episode. Uh, Wednesday Invitational. Na- on a Wednesday yeah. night, we
1: have to go down to the Invitational and then record an episode. Where's the Invitational? It's in New, New Hope, Pennsylvania. Hope. It's in, oh. So John and Peter, is. I did the little pilgrimage last year. It's so fucking small. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really thought it was going to be, like... I don't know what I thought. I mean, it's a bar. It's a county bar. Yeah, yeah, it's a county bar, but it's Does like anybody show up. Any, well, he has the invitational gym where I think the, it's a the guests are are kind of curated, mm-hmm. but anyone can go. I, it's like five anyone bucks. could also show up and play. That's the well, other kind of. I don't know that, can anybody can I can Evan just go with his fucking kazoo? After <laughs> <laughs> they see the video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so no, but whale on that thing. Like I think Diener... and then Diener's opening a weed-friendly rock club in. Denver. Uh, Denver. Oh, fun. Which I heard he might actually be going out, like, I think he's pretty involved in it. You're cutting the ribbon on that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be out there.
2: As the mayor of weed, i just <laughs> like to say... <laughs> uh, I, I hope, was, uh...
1: I, I, was cle- really I cleaned out it. my closet yesterday and I found one of my old fanny packs. I was just making sure there was nothing, you know, I was cleaning out the... Anything good in it? Just it? a joint. One single doobie. All right. Which I will present to wow. you
3: now. Ask <laughs> uh, for your fanny I pack. I hope doobie. they release another record. I hope that they could... Uh, I mean they used to just go away for two months and to like rent a house and yeah. write an album together Yeah, uh, they're both older they both have families right. uh, I don't know I think they they were a little beat up by the, the breakup maybe if you and ask really nicely oh yeah, yeah.
4: you think yeah, yeah. you show up at Can the you
3: front doors dressed in my sailor suit how about let's uh, give us a pitch Pitch yeah. Dean and Jean to write a new album.
2: Mr. Giner, Mr. <laughs> Deener. hi. I was just out delivering newspapers on my route, and I saw that the two of you guys who have houses right next to each other, you're both drinking coffee, you're looking out windows, staring at each other through the blinds. <laughs> And I just thought, uh, you know, good fences make good neighbors, but good albums make even better neighbors. So maybe you guys could just get together. Oh, Wow! Ah, ah, oh, a warning shot. Well, since I wasn't physically harmed, I'm gonna continue on. Uh, okay,
1: do you, are we doing a Bugny rating on these or what? Uh, do we care? Does anybody care? What's
4: I don't f- think that. The, I don't think we should have a Bugny.
1: Excuse me.
2: Uh, well, it's only How half, about, a, half a week. This is the oh, end yeah. of
1: uh, of season one. Maybe yeah, yeah. the we end wait. of did anything. We,
4: do we know the Boog Night ratings for the the whole thing?
1: Uh, will, will. I'm sure Will has got them in his head.
3: Oh, I have that on another piece of paper that's not with me. We'll uh, have to but go. I will say Katie had the best ratings overall. Fuck
4: y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, I did it.
3: Oh. Fans, ah, fans came, the fan picks came in at number two. Uh, I came in at number three. Very close to those. Uh, Paul was a distant uh, fourth place. Nice. keep it real. (laughs) But uh, the the truth is that if you were to take the five songs that Mikey has picked Mm -hmm. over
4: the course (laughs) of this podcast, Mikey (laughs) is in first place. He absolutely wins. (laughs) Uh, He had the
2: highest overall rating. Uh, (laughs) I will, so this is obviously the end of season one. I will tease one bonus episode. That I've just thought of right now. Uh oh. Okay. Which is the first annual Boognish Awards. So it's award season right now. The Golden Globes just finished up, they were a hot brown mess. Uh, Oscars are coming. The Bueknesh Awards, in mm. which we will give out awards for
1: moments on the podcast. Mm.
4: So we we'll back.
1: Is this like one of your projects? Yes. Great.
4: I can't wait to jerk ourselves off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very to very. Jerk ourselves off. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, thanks again for an incredible uh, show, an incredible first season. And
4: uh, can they? Um, if you guys have any ideas or you know requests, you can Work write us out. <laughs> Oh, you man. can find us on uh, our Godwin Evan Facebook group. Is we do have an email, don't we? No. No. Do, are you? I guess I think you it's
1: could... Evan Kaufman at Gmail.
4: Easy, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I feel like there needs to be some way for them to get in touch with us. That's yeah, not jump, just...
2: a, jump in the Facebook group, pitch us ideas, DM, about... friend,
1: and then DM Will. But yeah. like, what
4: if they don't have Facebook?
1: Oh, uh, find Will on Twitter. No, we're Shout got, to at Will's Godwin house. Evan. Yeah, at Godwin um, Evan on Twitter. Uh, I, God, we'd have it on Instagram. I've been kind of slacking on that one. But the Twitter is live and active. Yeah, yeah willnunziata at gmail.com. Way to go, Will. we yep. just put it out there. Yep. Stepping up. Uh, mine's pgutkowski20, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so at, at Hotmail.
4: Get, get at us if you have any strong feelings either way. And if you don't, that's totally okay. Hey, right, um, Stacy's home. Oh, wife is home. Stacy! Uh, what a good way to end this. Uh, she is a real person. Uh, say hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, yes! yes! All right. Thank you guys so much for listening.
2: I'm not Let's per- yeah. <laughs>
4: all I <laughs> want to say goodbye.
0: you go? Was that also like so a ninety
4: minute podcast? Yeah. So that's like our first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Prancing lightly in the stadium.
0: <laughs> no man should ever be so.